What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to episode 43 of the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariner's podcast, the alternative underground back alley, underbelly, secret society, speakeasy dive bar style podcast of and about and surrounding the Seattle Mariners. And yeah, I'm going to keep this intro nice and short and sweet. We all know what happened. If you do not know what happened, if you've been under a rock or in jail or in in a coma or maybe you're on like a spirit airlines flight or something where you got no kind of like information from the outside world so if you haven't tuned into the latest episode of the los bomberos from the bullpen uh basically what you missed was the movie Backdraft or the Towering Inferno or the inciting episode that changes everything on NBC's This Is Us. Yeah, I'm talking about the house fire that happened pretty much there in the sixth inning. But yeah, so that's what kind of, we're kind of just doing an instant reaction to that on this episode. Had some other ideas of things to talk about. We do have some positive announcements about this show and it's a uh, you know, big development and move towards the end of the episode. So guess what? You got to listen to the whole episode to get to that. But yeah, I'm with Hanno. Um, he's up in Edmonds. I'm down here in L.A. I will be up in Seattle for the A's and Detroit series. And, and uh, we'll see where they end up here in the wild card spot. Maybe we'll be sticking around for some wild card games. Still trying to stay positive here. But yeah, today's episode is about, you know, it's us. We're getting it off our chest, the feelings, the bitching, the moaning. We're having the tough conversation about what happened in uh, Kansas City. Um, Mariners come home, though, for their final 10 games. So we'll be coming at you with more episodes uh, quite frequently this week and next week. And how you know when those episodes have been recorded and put out, that's why you download. That's why you subscribe. Uh, that's why you follow this podcast uh, like you've been doing. Also, thank you for reviewing. If you haven't done a review yet, the season is almost over. Get on there and review. And listen, you know what? I always say I like five-tool uh, baseball players, but you know what? I like more than that. Five-star reviews. Don't be shy. Don't be scared. Be a leader. Stand out and stamp that five-star review for us. Anyways, we're going to get into the bitching and moaning, and we're going to go read some fan reactions. Me and Hannah are doing it right here on episode 43 of the Rye Bread and Mustard podcast that starts right now. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ballgame. I want to see the ants. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom. We're going to get this day behind us and we're going to put it to bed, literally. Well, oh my God. I know. It's. Look, you're the first person I've like really talked to today at all. I've been in pretty much self isolation. I was driving her out of the car. I listened to this over the radio. Um, were you watching this today? Yeah, I was. I watched the whole darn mess. Well, uh, you know, I was listening to the game and. You know, I remember all the hits happening and everything going. We had the eight-run inning and the Seahawks game was starting. I was like, what a gift from the Mariners that we can go watch this uh, Seahawks game. And then I'll I'll just come back over here in a half an hour. So I got to admit, I didn't see it. I didn't see the murder happen. I just heard about it in the newspaper or, you know, to everything goes back to OJ, uh, JFK and wrestling for uh, Kopi. Uh, I didn't see Kennedy get shot. I heard about it from Walter Cronkite. There you go. I didn't see it, but, you know, immediately we were texting and uh, I was getting no response out of you. (laughs) 
<laughs> whatsoever. But I did notice there was no, <laughs> there, there was no airs. I mean, like you said, it was just bloops, blasts. The baseball gods were out today playing ball, field of dreams for Kansas City. And look, Kansas City, before we get into all the stuff, listen, this is the highlight of their year. Come on, give it to them. Give it up to them. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Am I being too, like, down the middle? Uh, I feel like I'm being down too down the middle. I'll, I'll keep this in there, but I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like... Maybe because I didn't sit through it, it doesn't hurt. I mean, it sucks. It fucking, you know, it sucks. But, you know, I've seen the reactions online uh, right now, right before we're about to record it. It's pretty rough out there. Well, absolutely. I mean, you sent that text saying, yeah, the Seahawks game's on, feeling good. And that's before everything went to hell in a handbasket. And I just knew. That was like the kiss of death to me. You know how you and I go back and I get angry at your text. I know you bait me at times. It makes me frustrated. But it actually happened, you know? This was a, this was in a, this was kind of like a T Fultz situation. Not as bad. I mean, that was a Super Bowl where somebody called the Super Bowl was one and you know what happened. Listen, um, Hey, yeah, and I ghosted you, got, hey, you. You you saw what was going on. I replied to nothing. I just went through it and was <laughs> literally angry at you. Oh, I don't I'm know if you saw pitch- that. I'm not out there pitching. <laughs> I was, but I, you know, I mean, I was somewhat angry at you, blaming you, but I, I knew it was the manager's fault. But, you know, it's nice to have a scapegoat, and we're good buddies, so I like to blame it on you. Oh, God. Yeah, this was not the way we saw this road trip. <laughs> going. I mean, we could go back two episodes. We were like, I'd like to see six wins. I'd be all right with six. Seven would be great. I could see six, seven. I'd be okay with, you know, five. You know, we've had a couple of injured, big injuries. I mean, all right. I mean, just talking about today's game, let me just reel it. Let's just reel this in and get this out, this part out of the way. Maybe you just went and did something else all day after the uh, fifth inning outburst where the Mariners scored eight runs. And we had uh, our ace, our newly uh, contract extended for five years, uh, ace Luis Castillo out on the mound and uh, Robbie Ray, our other ace. Uh, was ejected at the beginning of the game for a st- uh, for continuing a staring contest, which we'll get into later. But guess what? All of that fun, loving stuff and the Mariners coming home for their 10 games, that's going to have to be tabled and put aside for a little bit because we're taking them to the woodshed for a second here. And we're just going to sit in this bed that, you know, a lot of us made just thinking that game was done today. I mean, Jesus, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what to. I don't know how to. Can you break down what was happening, Hanno, blow for blow in that inning? Because I didn't see it. I'll admit it, I didn't see it. No, I know. You know, I was blaming you, and it really wasn't your fault. But did you happen to see that highlight of that Buffalo coach in the press box just going baloney? crazy just throwing his headset and all his papers i mean i literally felt that watching the inning i mean i could have done that but i restrained myself yeah i Um, I haven't even gotten a response out of grandma norma i hope she's all right yeah people i mean this was a tough tough loss i mean i think this is the second worst loss in mariner history other than Back in 2001, where they gave up 12 runs, or they had a 12 run re- lead going in the seventh inning versus Cleveland and lost that. But but the good news there, that was in 2001. Yeah, but in you know, 2001, we made the playoffs the year. Yeah, that but 2001. Year. We made the but 2001, we had this massive cushion. We won 116 games. But I guess we could point to that game, and if we wouldn't have blown that game, we would have had the all-time record, right? Not just tied. Hey, I'm, I'm pulling at strings here. I'm just trying to give some correlation to make myself feel better. Okay, that's, all. that's fine. But listen, what? Why this one hurts worse is because. <laughs> Because of where we're at, we're we're behind for that number one spot. I'm not so worried about the whole Baltimore catching us because I just don't think they're going to. I mean, the Mariners after this sit at what a uh, f- four game lead still with a uh, tiebreaker, so really a five game lead. Uh, Ten games, magic number six. 
I mean, the Mariners could realistically go three and seven again and probably get into the playoffs. I feel good about the playoffs. What hurts is maybe this could be the difference between the Toronto, you know, getting the number one spot or Tampa Bay and us. And you know how every year that we've missed the playoffs, the the times that we were really close, Hannah, you know, there's probably what about six of those in the last 20 years, right? Yeah. And we always go back and we we're, we're always kind of debating. Well, no, that was the game. No, that was the game. Okay. It could have been one of those two games or maybe it was this game, the game that Felix, you know, went out there and couldn't, couldn't get it done. This game where, uh, you know, Fernando Rodney gave up this or somebody did that. This one's pretty easy. I think this year, at least if something like that happens, we don't have to really debate about it. We know which game it is. It's it's this game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing that hurt me the most was 11 runs in one inning. And then at one point, they scored at least six runs with two outs. And that's what just drove me crazy. I mean, to start off that inning, in the sixth inning, Castillo was in. He gave up a bomb, blocked uh, one, and um, and had and ended up having three runs scored on him because Festa came in as well. Festa then came in, gave up two runs, both earned another base on balls. He only threw eight strikes out of seventeen pitches. So, and I mean, yeah, there was like you said, there was some you know jam jobs that got through. Um, there was a sun ball. So, you know, those things happened. But yeah. then Brass came in. Right. Uh, he gave up two he gave up two hits, um, walked two, four runs scored, all earned, but he could not find the strike zone whatsoever. He only threw six strikes out of sixteen. But there was a point during that, that inning where there was a hard ground ball to France, you know, tough play. Two hopper had some top spin kind of came up on him. Bases were loaded at the time. I have no doubt in my mind that I think Gino makes that play. It was a tough play, but it, you know, it just really makes it that much harder. All these injuries that have came on for us. And then Festa came in and, 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 you know, they, they, like they like to say on offense, he passed the baton, the baton of shit today. Right. Absolutely. And then after Brad Swanson came in, he's been really good this year. Yep. He all gave them, up three hits with two been, runs. All of them have been good this year. Absolutely. So, you know, this huge, massive, terrible inning was 11 runs by Kansas City. We gave up five walks, seven hits, and we faced 14 batters. And it was just awful. Get ready to play hardball in the kingdom. Take me to the ballgame. I want to see the ants. The Mariners are playing hardball. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdom. Okay, so let's just say, okay, those guys came in. They've never done this before. It happens. I mean... <laughs> Absolutely, I'm not, it I'm, happened. I'm, I'm, I'm not looking for a silver lining in here, but if I was digging deep for one, searching for one, you know, really doing that deep dive, I would say here's the thing that you could possibly be okay with. It wasn't like it was Seawald, the other Castillo. It, it wasn't like it was Seawald, Diego Castillo, and Munoz out there giving all of this up. That's our, that's our A1 bullpen group, okay? Yeah, Swanson is, you know, arguably part of that group, too. This is the first time he's come in and, and done that. I mean, even how much he got banged up today, you go look at his overall ERA, I think he's still under two. I mean, so... Yeah, and, and you're right. And Brash, he's been great. I don't think he's given up more than our earned run in his last 12 starts. So, yeah, I agree with you there. But my whole point is, is 11 runs in one inning and then another six runs with two outs. That, I mean that, that you've got to be able to stop the bleeding somehow. You do. You got to be able to do it, and I mean that that goes even to the manager of trying to figure out some other kind of strategy, or you know the coaches of like putting people in places. 
I know we're the number one, uh, you know, shift, you know, moving around defensive team there is statistically. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. It's just kind of like they got the yips. You know, when that kind of shit happens, it, it just doesn't stop. And I mean, you saw that an hour before from us onto them where it was just walk, walk, timely hit, timely hit, walk, timely hit. Uh, you know, that's what's so crazy to me is that we had an eight run shutout frame. We score eight runs. If you don't know what a shutout frame is, it is and correct me if I'm wrong, Hanno, that's where you go up and score, and then the very next inning on defense, you shut them down, right? That's a shutdown frame. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I would call it that. Yeah, I yeah, agree. We had a shutdown frame, which I was expecting. Maybe we were going to see, like, uh, Salvi Perez out there pitching or Mike Mathena. I heard George Brett was in the house. I thought he'd be pitching by the time I turned back in on the Mariners. I was like, well, some of these guys are going to, uh, you know, bump their stats up a little bit because they're going to be throwing a position player out there against us. And that wasn't the case. I mean, I got the texts and, uh, from CJ and by the time I looked back, we were down one run and I was like, what the fuck? Fuck this Seahawks game went back to that on the radio and uh yeah it was a tough tough pill to swallow it made going back and watching the seahawks kind of like not be able to finish off the game i was pretty much numb to that whole (laughs) feeling of that i was just like okay um but yeah it, it it's a tough tough feel especially when the mariners know the next time that they go back on the road you know knock on wood they get to uh it's going to be in the playoffs. It's going to be either in this first round or the second round. And the way they finished up on the road altogether, you know, it's a, it's a bit concerning. There was some injuries that definitely played a big factor in this. I I mean, today's game, the way the Mariners were, uh, you know, the offense was exploding and you could go back into last night where the offense was clicking as well. You, you're telling me if you don't have Genio and you don't have a, I mean, you have Genio and you have Julio out there. There's not another like five, six runs spread across the board between these two games. I, I do think that I feel like, yeah, we could have lost this game, but I feel like having those two extra bats in the lineup would have made a big difference. Oh, absolutely. I mean, no doubt the Mariners have been bitten by the injury bug lately, but they've been forced to play, you know, subpar defenders at a certain positions, you know, third base is one left field, you know, uh, trying to get bats in the, in the lineup to kickstart that offense. You know, we've had a ton of only thrown one run this whole road trip. So yeah, I agree with all that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't think at this point it's really nobody really wants to talk about game one and game two. I mean, game two was absolutely exciting. The bullpen was outstanding. We were talking about how great that of a win that was for the team and the bullpen, especially, you know, especially on the pitching side. Logan didn't have his best start, but the the bullpen picked that game up. And then we go in today and it was a complete you know, implosion where we, I, is this the first time or the second time that we've had an, uh, a lead? Well, we didn't have a lead going into the eighth inning, huh? Here we, we lost it by the eighth inning, but we've only lost a couple of games this year where we've had leads like this at the end of the game and nothing this big. I mean, this is like you said, the second worst, um, you know, collapse we've ever had in a game. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you got to give it to Kansas City. They hit the ball. They oh, put wow. pressure on you too. They're qu- they're quick, you know. They're they are always team. going for that extra base. I mean, yeah, they're young. We're playing these young teams. They're hungry. They're playing loose. Yeah, you know, they, they just, don't they care. They just fired their GM, which I'm going. I don't know that he looks like he put together a nice little <laughs> nice little team to work on going forward. I guess uh, I don't know. I get. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're used to. Um, how they pitched the last two days, I, I don't know. I don't I don't really follow the Royals. Yeah, I mean, it just it was a massive just snowball effect. The guys couldn't hit the strike zone, you know. They were they had a few good hits, but they also had some real cheap ones too, and it just 
it was just a terrible inning and the bleeding just never could stop. And like I said earlier about that France play, if he could have made it, it would have just changed the whole momentum of that inning, but it just kept, it just continued and it was so unfortunate. Yeah. And I know how frustrating that could be out on a field. I played on some of those summer league teams with you where we could just not get a couple of outs in the inning. And then the next thing you know, they don't have the uh, the room for the number on the scoreboard. <laughs> when they're changing the scoreboard, they're like, we don't have an 11. We have one, yeah. one through zero. So it, it just goes back to zero, then it goes back to one. Tony, you're hitting every fastball. Throw something else. Try a change-up. That's it. Cool. Winners play smart and eat smart, like this complete breakfast, including Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. There's a You'll show them you're a tiger. Show them what you can do. Taste of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Brings out the tiger in you. Now, in special boxes of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes, a great action mini poster of Nolan Ryan, Reggie Jackson, or me, Ken Griffey Jr. I'm the good-looking one. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, it's one game. I get that. It's one game. You know, they, it's one game. Yeah. What if we would have went out there and lost four to three today? What What's the headline? What's the difference? You're, you're right. I get that. It's just the way it happened, you know, with getting that big lead. Getting the big lead, you know, Scott was doing what I think any manager would do. Be like, let me get the guys out of there that might be a little sore or banged up. He got Raleigh out of there because we're, we're taking care of that thumb. Winker gets hit in the hand early. Frazier, who's played a lot of games this year. Let's get him out. Let's get him off his legs. We're going to need these guys down down the stretch. Let me put in my, you know, my bullpen that always closes things down. I mean, you could second guess him and be like, why didn't they put out Boyd? Or why didn't we just put out um, Flexen or something in, in this situation? Because I do feel like when you get a huge break almost in you know 45 minutes hour castillo comes out he shuts down he shuts down the fifth inning he should just come out of the game i honestly think he should just come out of the game he ended up you know you know kicking that setting the tone there in that next inning where i think maybe if you started fresh with somebody like that i mean again that second guessing him but like honestly like i don't understand why castillo had to go back out there for the sixth inning especially when we're trying to keep those guys arms you know the aces the uh our one two three uh guys fresh for um you know the postseason and in this this last stretch no, I understand that, but he is also our ace, and he needs to come out there when he goes out there. Yeah, he gave up that home run in the fifth on a changeup, left it up, and the guy hooked it out of there. That was a nice hit by him, but, you know, you you, you got to shut it down. He, he just hasn't been as strong Agreed. lately. He hasn't hit the strike zone. You know, his it, he's been kind of hit in the middle. He hasn't been on the corners like he's been in the previous, his previous games, but it happens, but... Yeah, it's just the Mariners, like a whole overview of them, they need to tighten it up, you know, yeah, they need to tighten, to tighten up tighten their D. Up. They need to tighten up their D, definitely. What else they need to tighten up on? Uh, but, you know, their location and their pitching, you know. This is coming down to a critical point, you know. The Mariners last year were the hunted now, or were hunting, excuse me, now they're the hunted. So it's a little different situation. Maybe they're playing a little tight. So it's, they're definitely not playing the level of baseball that a lot of the teams that are, we're going to see in the postseason are playing right now. They're not playing as good as the Yankees. They're not playing as good as the Astros. They're not playing as good as, uh, you know, the Guardians, which is a team that everybody's like, well, I hope we can play them. We were seven and one. Well, they're playing better baseball than we are right now. So, I mean, they got to tighten it up for sure. And the fans need to tighten up. Uh, that the talk on uh, that Cleveland's this easy walkover. Well, I'm glad you brought up Cleveland. That's a good segue to what I wanted to bring up. I looked up, you know, since we played them and swept them in Cleveland, you know, back on the fourth where we yep. had that crazy rain delay game on yep. Sunday, we've only we swept them. Obviously, we've only um, won one series since then, and the Mariners have only gone seven and eleven since then. So not very well. 
Wow. But on the other hand, Cleveland, they've gone 18 and three. Yeah, they clinched their division today. It's over with. Yeah. They, they, they already know their plan at home. You know, they can literally set up their rotation the way they want. They can set up which people they need to get their rest. You know, the Mariners, the, the thing about the start of this, this road trip, what this really does, if you think about it, we got 10 games left. We have five guys in a rotation. Uh, each pitcher would pitch twice. So at this point, you know, at least twice. I mean, there's a doubleheader that can kind of play with that. But uh, there's a day off to, uh, today at the time people are listening to this recording. And like whether we're having to fend off Baltimore that could get hot or we could lose some more games this this week, you know. Or let's say we're in a situation where we really want to get this number one spot. That could be a situation. We might not be in a situation where, hey, we're going Castillo, uh, Ray, and uh, Kirby. It might not be that way. You might be playing up to 162. So I think that's what I feel the most like concerned about um from this road trip also concerned about the starters not being as effective as they possibly can the hitting you know has been Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde all year right we've seen a lot of one two run games from the offense that's nothing that I'm like well that's just kind of what they do sometimes you know sometimes we win games two to one and one to nothing and uh but the starting pitching has been a bit of a bit of a, I've been a bit concerned about the pitching. I don't know if it's the opponents of the playing down. You know, there is a human element of that. I don't care what anybody says. I well, they're professionals. They go out there and they they it doesn't matter. It's like, but they're still human beings and they know who they're playing. They know what what the moment is. They know when they're playing in front of an empty crowd on a on a Wednesday. You know, in the Bay Area. So, what are the things that you're most concerned about from this? road trip well well i agree with everything you said i couldn't have said any better the thing of it is like you said with this rotation they've been awesome all year and perfect this is their first time they've stumbled the whole year and that's why this hurts so much but on the other hand they can get it back hopefully we've seen the mariners go kind of up and down early then they went on that good you know 14 game heater and then they played kind of well you know, and then like we got to that game, like I mentioned in Cleveland and we stumbled now. So, you know, I've seen plenty of teams get in the playoffs, sneak in and then get on that heater again, right when we get to the playoffs. And I'm sure hoping that's the case. Yeah. They got to get it going this week. They have to get it going with this 10 game homestand to finish off the years. You have, you have Texas, you have Oakland and you have Detroit. You've already muffed, muffed it on the, you know, on the first 10. But we should be getting healthier. Um, we, uh, you know, I, I think we are. I mean, they he took Cal out, they said, because of his thumb. But I think that was also had to do with us being up 11 to 2 today. We also saw Winker, who's, you know, we've seen this a bunch of times. Okay, listen, you know, he's our, you know, most talked about person on this podcast, probably. And most of it's not positive. But... Again, it's another one of these situations where we're like, whoa, is he figuring it out? He had a couple hits. He had a couple hits uh, um, uh, today again. You know, he's scoring. He's getting on and his getting on. He's coming around and touching the plate. You know, him maybe just settling in uh, with a little DHing might feel good. We got Kelnick out there. You know, he, he gets hit today in the hand. They say it's day-to-day, you know, but... Uh, is that something that's going to keep him out? Is that something that's going to put him on the I.L.? What have you heard about that as of right now? And what do you feel about uh, these other injuries we have? Oh, yeah. Obviously, these injuries are part of the game. But, man, they've been massive lately. It seems like they've come in bunches. You know, we got, what, four major injuries with Julio. Julio. Uh, um, Gino. Oh, Yeah. Winker now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Cal, but I would, I, I'll say Gino, um, uh, Julio and Cal. I mean, they've been the three guys that have really been able to hit the long ball and be your most consistent RBI and run threats on this team. Yeah, they, they are. And I would love to 
pair them up with now, it seems like Hanniger's kind of getting out of his funk too. And, uh, you know, and Frazier's gotten some, uh, has had a couple of, he's had tough games, but he also has had a, a couple of games where he's knocked guys. Today was a game, uh, he had a big hit today. He had big hit in Oakland, you know, just keeping the game, you know, out of reach. And those aren't the guys we're supposed to be sitting here going, man, we need them to knock in the runs. We've just had to feel that way the last, you know, week or so. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Hanniger and France kind of been struggling a little, but yeah, they both had three hits today. And what I was really glad to see, though, was Crawford in that leadoff spot filled in for Julio. He had a really good series. I think he was on base like eight to ten times, so that was really nice to see. So that was good to see him step up. Hopefully he continues, but like you said, we need to we just we really need to turn it around. We got you know, we we just gotta turn it around. We're fighting ourselves to get in and we keep winning, we get in. The O's have four at the Red Sox, three at New York, and then three at uh, Toronto. So they got a tough road ahead. We just gotta get in, secure it, and then try to get healthy. Hey Richie, there's a couple guys here to see you. Hey, what can I do for you guys? Your name's Zisk? Yeah, that's right. Who are you guys? We're uh, from Chicago. Yeah, I noticed your uh, white socks. So, what do you want? We understand you're pretty good with a bat. Yeah, I uh, do okay. How about maybe tonight you strike out a few times? You know, maybe uh, pop up. What do you say? Oh, I'm sorry, gentlemen. I couldn't possibly do that. I'm a mariner. We'll get into a couple of, uh, you know, we'll get into a couple of things that people are saying about the team because I just want us to be like, let's just get it all out. Let's just get it all out of the system. We've talked about it this game enough that it's, you know, rewritten our episode or our, our idea of what the episode was going to be about. We we're going to talk about this staring contest that the guys had before the game, but now that this looks stupid where Robbie Ray and this player on the Kansas City Royals literally would not go back in the dugout because they were doing a, I don't know, a, a dick measuring contest over the uh, national anthem staring at each other to the point that the umpires are like, okay, stop it, stop it, stop it. Now you guys are both out of here. What was this all about? So, I mean, I was just watching and it was, you know, I've, I've heard before that players have done that where it's after the national anthem, it's kind of a match who can stay out there the longest. And, um, yeah, it was kind of funny, but after the game, I was irate about it. Well, I was irate about the game, but I was just frustrated that even happened. It was, like you said, silly. Um, but it sets this the, tone. The loss and- was a, a tough one for me, so that's what yeah. I was. I was upset about everything. Yeah, and the and the staring thing is just weird. It's just a little too loose. For this time of year, you know, you got the yesterday that these two teams may or may not were, you know, on the verge of possibly, you know, all stepping out of the dugout and talking. And then you kind of had this stare thing going on, whether I guess it was a friendly thing. I mean, I was listening to it on the radio driving around and I was listening to Sims describe the whole thing. It was pretty funny. He did a pretty good job of what was going on because it, it kind of started when they were getting ready in the pregame. And then we'll be right back. We'll start the game. Okay, well, this just happened. These guys are still out there. So apparently they were still standing out where you would uh, stand for the national anthem and they just would not leave the field f- for the games to start. Yeah, that was exactly it. And the umpires kind of shoot him to get him in the dugout. And the uh, Kansas City a relief pitcher, I can't recall his name, was the first one to come. And he went in the dugout and so did Ray. But, that, but later I find out during that middle first inning, they both got tossed for that by the home plate so umpire. Watch, what were they doing? So they could go watch football or something? I don't understand what that was about. But now it just kind of feels silly and weird, especially where, you know, a lot of people are like, well, did they lose their focus? Were they up? I I just think it was like one of these, you know, it's, a, it's obviously a perfect storm. I think there's a little bit of everything involved in this. Some, you know, not the greatest managed game, um, not the best uh, executed game uh, in the field either. 
Um, also, just I don't I don't really don't understand. I don't think you'll probably see anything like this for a long time. I mean, it's been what twenty years since you've seen a collapse like this from the mirrors. But what will what it's going to do is the next time during this next few weeks or next week, this very last week, and you know, in the postseason. It's definitely gonna, uh, you know, keep everybody's buttholes <laughs> clenched, no matter what the lead is in a game. Oh, absolutely! I mean, watching these games is like watching playoff baseball. Every pitch matters. You know, the Mariners are hanging on by a few games right now. They haven't been playing well. It feels like the perfect storm. The Mariners haven't been in the playoffs in twenty-one years. I mean, it's just the anxiety of all of Seattle is now, coming out. And I will say the PTSD from this is going to be that no matter what the lead is now, we're just going to be on this emotional roller coaster, gray hair, lose hair, g- gain some weight uh, from comfort eating every through every one of these games. It's, that's what I think is going to carry over, which is the segue of before we get out of here, I want to list, I want to read some of these uh, things that have been either sent in or I've seen on uh, some of the groups I'm on. And then we'll just, we'll get out of here. We'll give some final thoughts about this and then we're going to put this shit behind us. All right, let's read. Sounds good. Let's read some of these. Okay. Here's some of it. Scott Pruitt says, how can we give up 11 runs in an inning? I'm speechless. Uh, yes, that's, that is that is 100% correct. We got Sean Newberry saying, as long as I've been a Mariners fans, Ams, Los Marineros, the boys in Seattle and blue, I've never been this excited for them. Let me see if you wrote this before the thing. So no, this is after. Folks, <laughs> this team is going to the playoffs. For the first time in 21 years, I feel like this team is better than 2001, 95, and all that. Get ready for the next few years to be fun. Been a fan since 86, by the way. So I've been through the lean years and have been heartbroken and anxious for these guys. To quote a friend of mine, go Ams. I'm wondering if he's maybe the guy that didn't watch the game today. I think maybe this is somebody that was drunk and wrote this at the Seahawks game. I don't know, but why bring it up? (laughs) (laughs) Why bring it up is there's a response that says, yeah, crack smoker. (laughs) This team is pretty good. However, 213 would not crack a lineup in those years you mentioned or blow a game. I like that response uh here we go diehard mariners what an app jack Doyle says what an absolute embarrassment okay uh also somebody says the mariners still after today have a 99.9 chance to make the playoffs i'll have to check that math hopefully we get all the black bad play out of our system and come back home with the fire i i agree I think after that, that was a very cathartic loss, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know me. I try to be pretty measured in my feelings. I know how tough of a game this is. I know how hard it is to hit and all those things. I mean, but this one, it it rubbed me the wrong way too. But yeah, we got to flush this, come back. We're going to be at home in front of our, you know, our fans. They're going to probably pack the joint. I mean, the city wants them to get there. The M's want them to get there. So, like I said, we got to flush it, move on, and we play Texas, who we're very familiar with, who we've, I mean, we haven't dominated. Same with Oakland. So, these are going to be tough games. We we knew as Mariner fans this wasn't going to be easy. I mean, so let's just go out there, start playing some good baseball, and earn our way into the playoffs as soon as we can so we can relax for a second. Here's here's a funny one. Nicholas Byrne writes, when I die, I want six Mariners as my pallbearers so they can let me down one last time. Ooh. <laughs> God damn. Okay, Eric Hall says, thank you for the hit by pitches and walks. Thank you for our players who got no hit. No thanks to Scott. What the fuck? A bunt? A single bunt with our best contact hitters would be amazing. But just stand there, Scott. 
doing nothing but allowing our young players to save your sorry butt. He is going to win in May, and he is going to win manager of the year, sorry. And we will have to continue with him as our manager. Such a collection of emotions for the season. Yeah, I don't really understand that one. Uh, uh, someone else is, is putting... How do the Mariners already promoting themselves in the playoffs when they don't even have it secured yet? I agree. I shouldn't be charged for, for my playoff tickets. I already was, but uh, I hear I hear you, uh, Rooftop Joe. Um, Rooftop Joe back with another banger, right? Um, here we go. Let's get another. Welcome back, Rooftop Joe. Okay. Ben Carson says, remember, if you talk about or even notice how pathetic this road trip was or close to the Mariners are to losing the wild card spot, you aren't a real Mariners fan and you should go cheer for the Yankees. Okay. Uh, we have. Oh, see, uh, this is the whole overreaction shit about. I think Scott Service is getting it the most, which I don't really think is fair, but I'm also like, I would have just. I don't know. It did, I probably would have made a lot of the same moves he did today, even though it's it's easy to point at the manager. But another one's going, I'm not saying that you fire Scott. Of course not. This is by Jack Erie. I am not saying that you fire Scott, but this one is on him. He has lost, he has lost a nine-run lead, and I don't give a shit about what you keyboard warriors think. Uh... I, again, I I think, uh, what are you going to do? He can't go out there and stop the bleeding. It's not like he, he was putting guys in that uh, always are, are giving shit up. You know what I mean? It's not like he sent Winker out there to pitch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, but, I mean, I understand a few of these comments. You know, I, there's Scott deserves or can be talked about a little. There was a little, there, there is criticism to be had here with how long he left Best and Brash out there. And Swanson wasn't even getting warm. He was late getting warm when Brash was pitching. You probably didn't see that you know, since you were listening on the radio. So, I mean, there are some things to be a little critical of. You know, it's, it doesn't warrant getting fired or anything like that, but it, it does warrant a discussion about it for sure. Uh, Here's another banger of Rooftop Joe in another group. He's all over the place. The Mariners' bullpen is already proving how overrated they really are and why is Festa still allowed to pitch? Well, Festa, he's our guy, you know. you kind of that role. He's been pretty good. He's, you know, in that role of kind of being the guy, the stopgap guy when we've got a big lead or if we're down to kind of hold it. So, you know, those three that had their worst innings of the whole season for the Mariners. Nice. Parmesan LeBron says, the craziest stat in all of MLB is that the Orioles have a zero-run differential. Oh, just like the Mariners last year, right? Yep. And Parmesan LeBron also wants to remind us, the Blue Jays' remaining schedule is the Yankees, Red Sox, and Orioles. And the Rays' remaining schedule is Cleveland, Astros, Red Sox, and Baltimore is the Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays. So relax. So, yeah, they have a tough schedule. We have a tough schedule, you know. So you just got to come out and play good ball. We can't we – can't, we've been lucky. Houston has came through for us the last two nights. They got their 100th victory yesterday when we pulled that game out. And again, in extra innings today, pulled out a big victory in Baltimore to keep uh, the um, distance between us the same. So that was, I mean, we got to kind of thank Houston a little bit, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. We do have to thank them. I mean, we haven't gotten any help from them or the Yankees until now. So let's, let's yeah. see what the Yankees can do. Um, Matt Resendez, our boy Rezzy. He's down in uh down in the Dallas area right now, but he said text me, he said, Need to put this road trip behind us, but goddamn awful. He's right. Gotta put it behind He's us. He's exactly right. It is. Let's see what uh what did CJ say today? He goes, he says he just said, What 
the hell is happening? That, 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 uh, and yeah, he was talking about how the, the Robbie Ray thing would have been a story, but now it's just not. But I do want to say, I, I, do like this this guy Ryan Devault that's he's like a moderator administrator on a lot of these groups. He says this. Knock off the they gay all gave up and the team just quit crap post. Yeah. The offense scored 12 runs. This is this loss is on the four pitchers who blew the game and on the four pitchers only. You want to blame service too a bit? Fine. Nobody gave up though in this game. Four pitchers just had nightmare days at the same time. Four of the 28 players on the team. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much it. I mean, that, that, that's all it really is. And, um, uh, there's a lot of the shit people are seeing it out there, but here's the thing. It's, it's over with tomorrow. You got to focus on the next 10 games. We go in the playoffs. We take care of business. We're not even going to be, this is going to be like one of those trivial footnote games. You know, you don't. Absolutely. Go ahead. I was going to say, absolutely. And, you know, maybe this is a good one to finish off on that our colleague, uh, Kobe wrote. He wrote, as a brutal of the loss that was, it's baseball. The bullpen's been good all year. It stands to reason they are going to have an implode day. Long top of the inning, stalled out. Castillo, two sun balls, couple few shots, and an and uncharacteristic base on base on balls. Just kind of fluky, weird in baseball. Flush this bad road trip. Come home and take care of business. Long, long season. Just a blip in the scheme of things. Onward. So Lou Pinella has started snacking on Sun Giant almonds. Why is that, Lou? <laughs> why not? Is it the crisp, fresh taste, or is there a more profound reason why you do? Why I do what? Why you love Sun Giant almonds. Why you serve them to your guests. Why you're nibbling on Sun Giant dry roasted almonds right now. America wants to know why. Why? Why should I settle for peanuts? There's something good under the sun. Sun Giant almonds. You guys can talk all the shit you want. And listen, I, I like again, I didn't sit through this today, so I didn't have as many outbursts about it. But yeah, it's it's embarrassing. It sucks. It triggers old feelings. Uh, but like at the end of the day, you guys love this team. Everybody loves the team. And if you're listening to this, if you're posting shit out there, I mean, yeah, there are some just, you know, just toxic, negative people that are going to always you know they they want the mariners to fail so they can be like hi i told you so because they can't you know emotionally invest into this team or at least admit it but at the end of the day everybody loves this team so it's just like being in a fight with somebody you love you say this shit but you still love them you're still gonna watch you're still gonna you know pour your heart out for this team and get behind them and listen we we're 10 games under 500 at one point in the year. Now we're talking about hair hey, magic number six. Not we only have this many games to catch up to something. Could we have, you know, possibly coughed up the number one wild card thing? Sure. But we're still going to be in this dance. I'm pretty sure, you know, and uh, we're going to be here doing this. And yeah, it does put a little damper on, on, on the, the extension we were going to go more into that but yeah we will acknowledge it and we'll talk about it more on the next episode but yeah if you haven't heard luis castillo who's out there starting today this is why this kind of sucks to talk about it you know uh you know he was a part of what happened today but yeah we we signed him for a five-year extension what for 108 million dollars yeah he's a guy that i want to have around he had a rough day so Congratulations to him on the new deal, and lucky for us, he's going to be here for a while. Tell me about the other deal that uh, that happened. Uh, another deal happened where a two-year extension was given. Tell me about that. On the team? Uh, no, on this team, the Rybra and Mustard Oh, yeah, team. yes, yes. Yes, uh, we are happy to announce here. I don't know if I tease it or not. I do the intros after we do these episodes. Yes, there's going to be two more seasons of the Rye Bread and Mustard podcast. That's right. We are moving 
as I've mentioned before, from Buzzsprout. We love Buzzsprout. We came here. We we just signed a. Uh, we are ensuring two more years of the Rye Bread and Mustard podcast. We are still going to be moving from Buzzsprout, but that's going to be an easy transition. That's kind of like what Buzzsprout is for to help you, you know, you know, get your voice out there, get, you know, uh, grow your podcast, grow your community, and then good things happen from there. And yeah, we are going to be moving to the Odyssey app, the Odyssey network. But don't worry if you're still getting these podcasts on um, Apple, Spotify, Yahoo, Yahoo, uh, Amazon, where, wherever else you get your podcast, you can still get them there, but we would like to say, Hey, go check out the Odyssey app. Go check out what other people are on there under the same umbrella. Yeah. We signed there. We're going to be doing, uh, our licensing through there for the next, uh, you know, two years, hopefully as long as we don't get uh, kicked off, <laughs> but no, that that's going to be a great place for us. They, uh, the show's going to pretty much remain the same. Um, we're still going to have our uh, old commercials that are on there, same content. I mean, there might be some little changes, but I think changes for the good, maybe some more uh, celebrity guests and people from the baseball world and definitely just, you know, uh, maybe some of our other Odyssey uh, teammates and uh, other shows out there. Are you looking forward to it, Hannah? Absolutely. That's great news certainly happy for the rye bread and mustard podcast and uh big thank you to all the listeners yes. we appreciate you Supporters. thanks for tuning in yes and it's 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 awesome to uh be able to do this for you guys we have a lot of fun doing it yeah and you know i we do have some emails and some you know messages and some things like that but i wouldn't want to put them on this podcast where this is just such a downer a podcast but just like the mariners um the Mariners pod, or just like the Mariners do, or a lot of these uh, major league teams do, they have fan appreciation at the end of the season. We're definitely going to have our fan appreciation episode. And, you know, if you're still like, where the hell is my open mic, uh, you know, segment from Tacos and Tequila, it's coming. We're just, I was holding on to it because I just didn't know exactly what episodes were going to go over to us to the Odyssey app, but uh, we're working on. Uh, moving the entire catalog over there. But don't worry, like I said, you could still go to Buzzsprout, you know, for at least the next month or so. And you'll always be able to get it at Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast. But this is episode 43 of the Rye Bread and Mustard podcast. We had a different idea of what we were going to do today, but then, you know, I I lost focus. I quit watching the game. It's it's all on me, right, Hannah? Uh, yeah, I mean, the sixth inning was a bad inning, but I, I, I forgive you. I'm, I'm glad we talked this out. I'm feeling yeah. better now. More more episodes to come uh, with the moves. There's probably going to be more episodes than you're, you know, used to getting. You're like, oh, God, great. But, no, it's going to be a fun time. Thank you, everybody, for liking, subscribing, and sharing. Keep doing that. That's obviously your uh, support is, you know, being seen right now we really appreciate it so i feel like that's uh that's ending the show on a good high so you know what fucking time it is hannah c-h-a-r-g-e charge did i spell that right c-h-a-r-g-e charge yeah i spelled it right charge <laughs> I would have been a terrible cheerleader.